The following podcast may be explicit. One Joe Young presents Adventures from the Shed, a tabletop RPG podcast. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com. We left off our last episode with our investigative party preparing to place a call to Bruce Flair. Let's join them now and listen in to hear how their plans bring them further into the web of the supernatural and the criminal underworld. Enjoy the podcast. And welcome to The Shed for Adventures from the Shed. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com on iTunes. Of course, if you find us on iTunes and you like us, go ahead and give us a good rating because that will put us more, uh, more, more up towards the top. You're not the even going to acknowledge well, no, no. Uh, But if I decide intro. to cut it. Get a copyright I infringement on that one. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, I was gonna say, definitely find us and like us on um Facebook, because we're on Facebook as well, and we've got a good, goodly amount of people uh, posting on Facebook that we definitely communicate with. So find us there, and find us all over the internet. Adventures from the Shed is what you're going to search for. We're going to continue here with our Dresden Files Accelerated campaign. We are going to go, going to go around the table and say hi, and we'll start with the person to my left, who is... Hi, everyone. This is Mickey, feeling woefully... <laughs> <laughs> Not as talented as Kurt with his spitting the rap. I don't know what the fuck you call that. I, I don't know. But that was awesome. Anyway, I hey, play Mora. Less than a minute. Go ahead. Mora the same. Mora the same. JJ here. I'll be playing Cletus Fitzhammer. Um, and uh, I'll be doing my little rituals and evocations and uh, being the Annoying. bearer of bad news. I want to see him do some evocative rituals. Ooh. And less annoying. Ooh. Yeah, and less annoying. Why not? Kurt, what's up? Everybody's singing, I'm a rap guy. Rap guy. <laughs> so, <laughs> this is Kurt. I'm playing <laughs> Jamie, the rap guy. I'm playing Jamie Anderson. I am the wealthy woodsman from an old upstate family, but I like to be out in the woods by myself because I'm a little bit embarrassed about some of the things that they have done. That's true. This is Chris. I'm playing Father Victor, Victor Bartok, the Knight of the Cross and White Court Virgin. And I am Joe. I am the Game Master as we continue our Dresden Files Accelerated game. Um, I'm going to take, take this offline as well, but as far as people within the shed here, we need to come up with a name for this campaign so I can throw it out there. We're a little bit into it, so if anybody comes up with a clever name for the campaign, remember we've done things like Perils of Pair and DC and other names that we have assigned to campaigns. If we come up with one, we ought to throw it at this one. Curse of Strahd was easy. because Usurping the, the upstate. That no. could be. That could be. But um, we we're need to find out more about the adventure. To really and, yeah, get we're getting there. Um, at this point, we are uh, get. It, we're going to do a quick recap of the last session. Uh, who wants to get us started with that, Mickey? I guess it's Mickey. Okay, all right, just checking. <laughs> so in the last session, we yeah. split up. Victor, Father Victor, and don't call me Fritz, went off and met with his contact, Marcus. Mm-hmm. Marcus, yes. At the, the Ikea. Yeah. Got more information about that while um, uh, Kurt's character, and Jamie, Jamie, and Mara went off and, and learned a bit more about the history of the Horses. We got back together and came up with a game plan on what to do next. We had some investigations and we learned some shit. <laughs> <laughs> part of that was, I'll fill in a little bit too, part of that was that um, Gold's Gym, as well as um, 
Adult entertainment establishments in the upstate are owned by Moreland Enterprises, which turns out to be run by a person called Frank Moreland, and that's something to look into. Correct. And we also decided that Jamie was going to try to impersonate Jonathan Horace. Horace, not Horace. Horace. Probably right about that, that's uh, one of the names of the uh, gentlemen's clubs, whore-ass. Whore-ass? Jesus, that's a big ass. Anyway, <laughs> they deci- uh, Jamie decided to impersonate Jonathan and Fritz. Well, don't call me Fritz. Fitz. There's no R. He's going to put the Fritz on the phone. He is, yeah. I Intervene did put the Fritz on the phone. and oh, the try on the Fritz. to... Yes, the phone on the Fritz. Try to create an advantage yeah. for Jamie as he impersonated Jonathan. That's where we left off. Let's see how this phone call... Yeah, so the phone call gets started, or right before the phone call gets started, um, as I had described at the end of the last episode, um, I want to say Fritz now. Damn you, Mickey. I love Cletus you. was able to take um, Mora's new cell phone that she's had for less than a day. I know, what an And incorporate asshole. it into his ritual of causing static on the phone that Jamie is going to use to call, presumably, the number for Bruce Flair. And as we had left the last episode, we were able to get the phone that Mora had recently um, received flickering in time with static that Jamie was able to hear. So let's set up that phone call between Jamie and Fitz. Um, I want to hear what the plan is for the call. JJ's checking his phone right now in case he has a plan. Yeah. So I'm going to call Bruce. Yeah, call Bruce. Um, you want to meet? There, there's going to be static on the line. Um, so therefore, the line isn't secure or communication really can't be done. So try to set up a, a physical meet. Should you mention that Champagne's dead? Uh, yeah. Bruce uh, would know already, right? No. Tell him there's no Champagne in the sex room. No, just, yeah. No, let, yeah, let it should be like a tw- 15 second call. Champagne's dead, need to meet, line's not secure. Tell me where. Well, yeah. he, might, he might, yeah. Right? Yeah, because then he, he might ask about why, how do you know Champagne's dead, or, you know, I can't talk right now. Are we going to need to Yeah. yeah. Should be quick. Should be get a sense of urgency. Get a place, yeah. and then we bust them hardcore like porno flake bitches. Bust them hardcore. I just got a message here. Let me see. Maybe, maybe, JJ. He, he, he just sent me one of his ideas for a campaign title. Uh, and I encourage anyone to send them. And I would encourage our Facebook followers, go ahead and send us an uh, idea for this campaign title as well. We may incorporate it into our game. Joe's Kurt. invitation came to me an hour and a half after he sent it. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, let's do the memory. call. All right. So let me make ring, a uh, ring. Give me a second here because I want to make a note of one of the things we just talked about. I could roll my R's like a champ. Ferro- I should hope so. <laughs> that's not rolling your R. That's a, a, a redundant D. El ferrocarril. El ferrocarril. Redundant. Quieres comer arroz? All right, so you dial the number, uh, and it's 555-something, five, five of course. One, two, right? one, two. Yeah. Am I going to get Buffy Summers? Was eight, six, Maybe. Seven. You can buff the summer if you'd like. Um, You're going to buff the summer. It rings for approximately half a ring, and through the static, you, he'll, you hear someone uh, pick up the phone and answer, Phil's Baba Shop. I need Bruce right now, fast. The line's not secure. Who is this? It's Jonathan. Jonathan what? 
Chorus. Now. Line's, line's bad. I'll tell him you called. Quick. And, he, and the phone hangs up. By the way, you didn't say Horace. You said Smith. I did? It's yeah. supposed to be Say Jonathan, that's fine. Say Jonathan that's fine. Smith called. I'm with you. I meant, oh. It was supposed to be Smith. But sorry. I I'm with, sorry, I'm with you. I said Smith. I'm with you there because I knew that was just Kurt Although missing that, a name. That actually adds to the guy. urgency of maybe Jonathan's like he's frightened and he wants help badly that he screwed up. It the, could. I was just going with Kurt well, messed up, not, yeah. I, I messed not up. Jamie. <laughs> Whatever uh, the code was, Smith. Okay. I was. <laughs> um, so uh, he hung up. Now what? He's supposed to call back. Do you want to call him back? No, they're supposed to call do they so know when interesting the that because um, it said any phone could be used for a callback number so your phone could be used for a callback yeah. no no my, my, question, like star my question 69. is we looked up the phone and it was a track phone and you said who answered the phone some barbershop Phil's barbershop barber you mind tracking that down there little lady the with your cell phone fuck you oh wait no I broke oh, it oh wait you broke it yeah remember that <laughs> she can't do a google search <laughs> they're, they're, gonna, um, they're gonna they're gonna call they're gonna call and actually, um, Mora's phone, when it flashes in, in sync with the static on Jamie's phone, what it actually flashes, uh, it flashes the word static as it's flashing and does awesome. nothing else. That's awesome. Yes. It goes black and then it has uh, a snowy screen with black letters S-T-A-T-I-C across it. And then it flashes off and then it comes back on and off. Static. Static. It is exuding static, exuding static. Um, so after about 30 seconds, the phone rings. Your phone. The phone Jamie is holding rings. So I let it ring one and a half times and I pick it up. Is that the code? That's enough to let it okay. connect. Now, what do you say or do you say anything? It's Smith. Um, yeah, there, there's the static. And on the other end, you hear Where? Uh, the Rutherford, North Rutherford, off of Maine. And then the phone hangs up. Right after you finish saying it, the phone hangs up. Okay. Okay. So wh- where did you say? <laughs> it's a, uh, a place. public space venue off of North Maine on the Rutherford Ave. Okay. Okay. All right, so I guess we got to set up some go. surveillance there. Yeah. Or? yeah, so I picked that in the ten, in the one second I had because we would have mm-hmm. sight lines from three or four sides. Okay. It's a it's a semi public venue, but private enough that if we wanted to have a private meeting we could have it. Now, I don't know if you just said it or not, but I'm gonna ask you what kind of place is it? It's like um it's a two story, basically boring venue that would be used like if you wanted to have a social party, you would have it there. Okay. Said it's Rutherford and Maine. Is it kind of like a rental place? Yeah, yeah. You would rent thing? it okay. for the night, and you okay. pay like a thousand bucks and get the place, and you yeah. could have a party for three hundred people there. And you said it was the Rutherford. The Rutherford. All right. And I didn't mean this. It's actually a cool spot. It just opened. So if anyone needs we're, a rental, we're probably book, about to burn it down. Just so you know. <laughs> awesome. We're gonna burn it down. <laughs> fireball the shack. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna fireball the Rutherford. But it's uh, yeah. So okay. it's far enough. It's not downtown. It's definitely uh. It's like three miles from the heart of Greenville, close, but it would be private enough we could do whatever we wanted. Okay. So do you oh. guys head that way? Uh, Mickey's looking it up, which is interesting. Uh, is I will place? describe what we yep. can see on Mickey's search. So it looks mm. like there's a nice big green out in front, like a lawn type of thing. 
uh, a couple of walkways that lead up to a main building that looks like it's two floors. Yeah, you walk with some columns in front of it, probably a main entrance, and what probably is like the size of a yeah. ballroom or something. First inside. floor would be a nice open venue. Second floor downstairs would be another venue where you could have a band and some desserts and things, and then it opens up into a small back lawn that you could have okay. like a grill and a little patio party on. Cool. All right. So to what you said, it's a place you could rent for a social gathering. Yes. Yeah, for for a thousand bucks and uh, or, yeah, or, or more. Or yeah. Tune in every yeah. other day. Yeah, one yeah, percent. We're over here. We're gonna have our Christmas <laughs> yeah, party. Yeah, yeah, right? exactly. <laughs> <laughs> from Jamie's perspective, it's cheap. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> At least from the family perspective. I know the owner. I dated her back yeah. in high school. I, I get the feeling, and I don't know if this is something with your character or not, Kurt, but I get the feeling that he knows he's wealthy but doesn't care that he's wealthy. It's yeah. more like, sure, I'll pay for it, but I'm not going to pay for it because I'm rich, just because it needs to be paid for. Correct. Yeah. I have no yeah. love of money, but I, my, I allow my money to do what needs to be done. You, you'll use that resource... And, and, yeah, and yeah. just kind of ignore that you used it. Correct. Yeah, okay. Um, I take no pride in my social status from it, but I definitely will use it when needed. So are you guys going to um, go together in the Jeep, or are we going to take a new like Green Hornet Mobile, or what, what do we want to do? Oh, man. I like the idea cars. of the Jeep. Well, we what, what is our plan for this meeting? I mean, this is a big meeting. That's a good point. You guys discussed that. Well, we How don't really do know who's coming. It might not be Bruce. Right. I think we should come in at least two vehicles, mm-hmm. separate at separate times, Agreed. and set up Overwatch-type scenario here. Does uh, Fitz actually keep a vehicle? He does. He has a uh, 1988 uh, Chevy van. Uh, like an Astro van? Uh, no, like a, a caravan, like, Astro van? Like um, a child abduction van? A van Dura. <laughs> <laughs> so you're talking about like the one parked in front of your house yeah okay <laughs> so you've got a child molester van with a porthole that yep. has shaded windows and are you stuff. filming porn films in the back of this van <laughs> well oh, wait you need to ride home to each oh come own. on in now are you it's those old gmc like cargo exactly. van type things i'm, I'm so curious jj from your perspective are you looking for something old enough that it has less technology exactly then let's go pre-1984 which i think is the first time that ecu the cars computer really started up as a mainstream thing so early 80s or late 70s as an aside um at this point you have magical use uh mickey you have no real magic correct no she just kills things that are magic i just have a couple of um, like i know of a couple of rituals and there's some enchantments and stuff that i could do but, but you i can't don't cast have spells in the heat of battle no. she's I a can, pure mortal with stunts right i cannot so she has cast no beefed up strength or speed either yeah. okay do but her stunts let her do cool things as uh, a mortal I guess. and i cannot just i'm not a magic user in the no. heat of battle yet no but your powers your, come yeah. from magic. Right. your, right, your right, right, scale right. as a game term your scale goes higher so you're not normal you're like otherworldly right, or right, supernatural right. when it comes to using the stuff specific to your mantle right. Uh, and Bartok, uh, Chris, mm. you are in the heat of battle. If shit went down, do you have magic? Do you have spells? I don't have spells per se. I have certain abilities, but it really depends on. I can't just use them willy nilly. I kind of right. have to be. All right, set so he has to, to pay them. to the hunger right. for. So the reason I'm asking well, but even like the night of the cross stuff, yeah. I have to be like set specifically to use those. Right. Yeah. The reason I'm asking this is if we're coming into this, we have no idea what we're getting into. We, it could be. Simple meat. It could this be This is a horrible. great idea for the car ride on the way there. So this could be a, an open conversation yeah. amongst characters on the car ride. Are we taking two vehicles? This. Well, 
Yeah, but I mean, I'm fine with you yeah. guys just saying right. you talked no. about right. it. We're on the, so we're on the phone, gotcha. two yeah. vehicles. So this could be simple meat, no problem. This could be super bad, bad supernatural, horrible, evil entity that kills us all. Yeah. We don't know. <laughs> so I'm just trying to get a sense for... If so I'm going to walk into this meeting as the contact, what are you, what are you guys laying out as support or defense or what's um, the plan? So we're planning for the worst, worst, hoping for the best. Correct. I would imagine Mora would be in scout position, like not directly with you, but maintaining line of sight. So if she has to take someone out, she could just pick them off from a distance. With weapons. Correct. Okay. More to, like just long range rifle or Cyber something kind of thing right yeah yep. because this is a location we could we if we wanted to we could camp one person in the woods behind the venue mm-hmm. that would have light of sight into all the rooms in the backyard if we wanted to get sniper. a bird's eye view that place so is there a bird's eye view yeah let me the, the let back me, the back woods you could get up in a tree and have a let perfect me throw view. this out there now for, for kurt jamie is the one that set this up we're going to say jamie knows the area I'm going to do an opposed role between Jamie and the people who you're going to meet to see who might be able to do what you're saying. Who's going to get there first to make the, the place their own before the other party okay. shows up. So I'm going to go, this is, I'm, I'm throwing this at Mickey so she can see what I'm doing. So Ooh, Do I have a modifier? Or what approach are you using? Yeah. I mean, we have plenty of time, so... I would you have, let's say you've got 20 minutes on the drive at least. I mean, I'd use focus. Okay. Which is plus three. Okay. And, and you then I've got three with. on the dice, so six minus one is five. Okay. So uh, as it sits, right now I'm going to say you, you've won. My number, I end up with a four. However, you don't know what you've won yet, and I'll right. describe that as you get there. But to your right. point where you can set somebody right. up where you want, chances are you're going to be. All right, so let me that. tell the party, and then you guys tell me what you want to do. If I were setting it up, I would put a sniper, whatever the equivalent of a sniper is among you, you decide with your powers. You can call the, it at least a lookout. Yeah. Right? Right. Well, but someone who can deal damage. Yeah. In the, From a range? Like yeah, a range damage, which that's why I was asking. I don't know what people have us, for... Unless you, get, unless you have weapons. That's pretty like much the, you, right. I think, Jamie. You're the as hunter. A, as the You're hunter. The well, and so then maybe... You would wait for something to enter the killing circle. No. So and that's actually a great point, Joe. Maybe I should not go into the meeting. But you're the person whom they, with whom they made contact. doesn't matter. Nobody knows who anybody looks like. It, it, it was all static. It was a static. So maybe we send the, the, the supernatural vampire in? As our point of contact. As a point. Because you, say, uh, amongst... It's not like I'm going to know who Bruce is when he shows up. Let's well, say I got for, 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 um, for fun's sake <laughs> that Jamie did this uh, call on speakerphone. Uh-huh. So you're able to hear what he sounded like and what the other person sounded like. And if you wanted to, I'm, I'm essentially what I'm going for is at the end we'll have a role for this. Yeah. But you can try to impersonate the voice that Jamie used. When you get into the meeting, if you hear the person that you thought right. he was talking to, right. I could so, take that I'm, I could be handing out pamphlets for the just pamphlets. Right. So here, oh, knowing yeah. says go Paylor. So you're like what? I got made him real fast. That's go Paylor. Go Paylor. So knowing games, we're probably not going to kill them all because they're going to give us information. We're not really here. But to not, do you know who you're talking well, about? But I was going to say, but they're at least going to lose a hand. Let's yes. pretend that we don't know that. Slap them around. If I were running the I'd show, I'd high five you, but you're missing a hand. I'm far and away the best shot. In this group from a range, mm-hmm. so I would pop yeah. myself up in the woods, just off of North Main, fifty yards into the woods, yeah. clear sights into 
upstairs, downstairs, backyard. How do we communicate? I would send Miss Father Bartok in. Miss Father Bartok. Father Bartok in as me, pretending to be me. Sorry, or whoever. No, pretending to be Jonathan Smith. Pretending to be Jonathan Smith. Pretending to be we're all me. Pretend- pretending to be Jonathan. Smith. Well, but we're all pretending, so who cares? <laughs> That's a good point. I would have you in as exactly as you said, Mickey. I would have you as basically 50 yards off, mm-hmm. backup bodyguard. Yeah, just kind of like I'd, I'd blend into the crowd of who. Right. And then I would have Cletus in as support in whatever role he deems best given his magical powers, which I don't understand. But me going in as the contact is the worst possible solution for this particular layout because we want a ranged overwatch and that's got to be me because I'm not going to miss from 75 yards with a 270. And it also sounds like Jamie's been here before so he might be recognized by staff. Yeah. That's, Mm -hmm. yeah. But I can camp up in a tree and with a 243 or 270 I can hit anything in this Mm -hmm. building in one shot without even thinking twice about it. So on on the way over. It'll depend on the roll but yes. On the way (laughs) over. If I miss I'm in trouble. (laughs) Yeah. On the way over, I want to stop at one of my safe houses and um, pull out what I call the two and a half eye. What's that? What's that? Because um, what it allows you to do is it allows you to uh, see auras of magical creatures. Oh, yeah. It's not quite the wizard's third eye. So that's why I call it the two and a half eye. Did he make this up? He did. He just pulled it out of his ass. Is this an artifact? That's where he keeps all the stuff. It's a potion. It doesn't allow you to see like the full spectrum of magical abilities, but if someone's exuding magical aura, you'll be able to see it. At least yes. distinguish between who's magical and who's not. All right, that'll work. Did you just that. make this up? I'm just curious. Yeah. All right, here's what we're going to do. JJ, you're going to have a target number, which you don't know yet, and you're going to roll against it to see if it actually works. Okay. Okay. Otherwise, it should have to be an aspect that you have that he can use against you. All right, and I think uh, Kurt and Chris can see what my number is. Yep. And what what uh, approach are you using, JJ? Focus, because it's what I would what I used to make it, the potion. Right. It would have been something you created in the past, taking yep. your time to do. Okay. Let's see what we get out of this. It's gonna be awesome seeing I'm jacked for this. Yeah. Oh good. Oh shit. I have a one. Oh. Okay. Yeah, you lose. All right, so Kurt and Chris saw my number was a three, okay. which means, as far as you know, it was brewed correctly, yeah. but you're probably going to learn that it wasn't. That's fine. And I'll let you know when that happens. That's good. I like it. It's not that I disagree with what you said. You just didn't have the formula right yet. And no, Mickey, I didn't pull it up my butt because it's what Joyston used to go to the Fairy Queens, remember? It when was an ointment. That was an ointment. It, it, ointment. Eyes, it right? wasn't a right. potion. So I'm supposed <laughs> to drink the was, potion? Damn it's, it. It's close enough. You could rub a potion. I was going to put it. It was going to be on her eyes. Yeah, I didn't call it an ungent because I don't think everyone going to know what an ungent is. Well, now they do. Now they do. (laughs) So the lack room ungent. We got it going. (laughs) (laughs) Both both of the people who are listening right now know what that means. They're still on bloody rectum. They haven't. Hey Thomas, if you're listening, you learned ungent and simulacrum. Simulacrum or simulacrum. No. <laughs> Thomas would have learned it from Magic the Gathering, anyways. That's probably true. I can't help true. it. All right, Nikki, why are you crying? Because you guys are so hilarious. Um, all right, so we approach. As we approach, because of the role earlier that Jamie made, opposed to the bad guys, you know, Jamie knows, and let's say you're in the lead car. As you approach, all the vantage points you were thinking of, no one is. No one is there. Right. You are clear. You're ready to carry out your plan. Now, both cars stop. 
go ahead with the plan yeah. to start. So this one's pretty easy. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick a basic tree stand, like 10 yards, 12 yards up in a tree behind. Okay. But it's close. I mean, we're talking 50 yards, 75 yards. Uh, uh, Cletus, I'm going to put wherever he's comfortable for what he might want to do because I'm not familiar with how he operates. Yeah. And I'm going to send... Well, so or, far you know he can smash a uh, voodoo practitioner right. in the head with a hammer. So I'm going to defer, defer to his judgment, and then I'm going to suggest that uh, Mickey slash Mora basically tags behind uh, Father Bartok. Okay. We have... Um, do we have, like, earpieces in so we can communicate? You don't. Well, <laughs> Cletus won't because his tech yeah. won't work. You and me we, could. I'm not sure about... Let's say, uh, now here's what I would say with that. With our phones? We're going to take a roll with that because that that will create an aspect, and I will call the aspect connected. Um, It would not apply to Cletus. However, for the others, it might. Who wants to be the one to have tried to set up this technology on the way? Because Cletus mentioned stopping at a safe house, so other people had a chance to grab something, whether it it be an earpiece or an extra mobile phone. Mora's phone has been destroyed, so you might want to pick up a quick paid phone that you activate. Uh, he he um, used Cletus it. killed it as part of creating static yeah. for you. Bartok, do you have a phone? Yeah, but I mean, we don't. I don't have an ear. But I don't use. Yeah, but you're a hunter. Yeah, don't you have like yeah, walkie-talkies yeah, or some shit? No, but if you gave your phone to her, I mean, walkie-talkies I mean, is a good point. You could stop by Walmart and pick up a couple of UHF radios. Why couldn't we do that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. But the I mean, point, the point here is, is I want to know quick. that it that it was possible, and we're going to roll for it. Someone's going to create the aspect of connected, which means um, creating an advantage. Who's going to do it? One person's going to roll. It's going to be Jamie. What focus? Um, not focus. Gosh, what approach, approach are you going to use? And I'm going to determine if the local store has it in stock. Essentially, what you need when you need it. Right. I mean, um, for, for making the connection, again, we're in no rush. I would think it would be focus. Sure. Because what else would it be? So you decide what you want to use. And now, yeah. focus is I mean, taking I, I, the time. So here's the idea. You're trying to think of the store most likely to have the communication equipment you need. Belks. What would all I'm you, trying to do is get, get two. Yeah. Cabela's. So I mean, intellect. Though. Here's the idea. Intellect. Here's the idea is if you succeed, that store had it in stock. If you don't, they didn't, and you still have to get to the meeting. Right. Cabela's. Well, let's put it this way. I would get the best result to. from Focus with the plus okay. three. But if but you're saying, take, like, on the I mean, fly, you're driving well, you're, where? you got 20 minutes. You're driving there. You have to stop, uh, as JJ put it, Cletus is stopping at a safe house to pick up his potion. Right. So you've got to make a stop. It's not right. like right, if it I had, doesn't have to be on the spot. Right. You're if just had, thinking of the places. If I had 20 minutes, yeah, I least. would do a quick Google search on my phone and yeah. see who had walkie-talkies, which would be Focus. Okay. And go to that okay. place. Because it there, could be then. Academy. It could be Dick's. It could be yeah. Walmart. It could be Target. It could be Cabela's. Cabela's. Yep. So I would say focus. Let's try it. See what you end up with. Six. uh, Plus six. So you have a six. So I'm Um, thinking I'm going to get some walkie-talkies. Mickey knows I had a four. Um, You totally won. You you got it. Um, Not only did you pick it up, but you actually found ones that were rechargeable units that the batteries in them were already charged. And they each came with an earpiece that's voice activated so that you don't even need to press a button to talk. It, as, soon as, as soon as it hears noise, it starts transmitting. Awesome. So here's my thing. So uh, let's, say, let's say you found two packs of two. So you could actually set them up for everybody, but you may or may not want to steer clear of the wizard. So I will give one to everyone. 
yeah. and say, use it if you like, and here's all I want to hear. I operate alone. I'm a hunter. I'm going back there. I will have sight on the target. I don't want to hear fucking anything other than Mike, other than shoot. So you don't want to say hear... shoot. He's going down. Right. Now with these radios, you'll hear everything that's said by anybody who's wearing one. Right, but that's fine. But just but, to be clear, but right. if you want me to shoot, let's let's put it this way. Let's Come say up with a code. Uh, Come right, with a code exactly, word. exactly. Game so, over. Right, so the target Game is over. Uh, take the shot. Ball gag. Ball you say gag. ball gag? No. <laughs> I want to hear that. That's I not coming up in yeah, the conversation. Yeah, I want to hear that word. Well, all in. the more reason. It doesn't have to come up in no, the no, conversation. The Game over is a much better yeah. without getting I like ball it. gag. Well, I, I mean, I'm t- exactly. I like the idea of at the end of the conversation, you're getting nowhere. You could say, it's not like you're going to ball gag me. Right. The point is something <laughs> that would not come up in casual conversation. Right. Like, if you want me to kill him, it better be crystal clear. So it needs to be something like aardvark. Or yellow or banana. Or ball gag. gag. Aardvark with a ball gag. What do you think? I'm like an aardvark with a ball gag here? <laughs> I mean, I don't care. You pick it. But all I want to know is I want to hear one phrase. Yeah. And I shoot. Oh, it's, it's ball gag now. I guarantee. It is, right? Yeah. I guarantee. No matter what the DM says. From this range, if you tell me to shoot, I will hit him. Unless he has a magical defense. And, and that that's the key. Um, not, not necessarily magical defense, but the point of whether you're going to hit or they're going to not get shot mm-hmm. is the key. Because their defense could just be they hear it and they're faster than the speed of sound. Right. That's up right. to you to decide whether that's realistic. But yeah. you need, uh, why don't you pick We're not code? playing in a realistic world. Yes, I already picked true. the code. Yeah. The What's code the, is ball gag. Right. Ball gag. So if you hear the Use word context, ball you gag... You're ready to shoot. So if I hear the word ball gag, there is no thought. Within one-eighth of a second, shoot there him. will be a bullet off at 1,550 He will squeeze second. the trigger before the last G is and out. And it will go through the glass, and it will do what it's supposed to do. It will pinch. Now, right. this is all this presuming. This is a short shot. This is easy. This is all easy. presuming that they will be near a window. So they're going to have to lure whomever to a window if they're not already there. Oh, correct. I have to have <laughs> some. Right. I was at Ikea the other day, these Swedish meatball gags. <laughs> <laughs> um, so when they we shut you up, up while you're chewing. Uh, when we pull up, I am going yeah. to scout it out in the third eye. Interesting. Okay. Any chance to So this, use this potion or whatever it is, I'm supposed to drink it? or is that, Was that the plan? Originally? Yeah, you just got to smear it underneath your eyes. Right now. I can do it right now. You can do it you're right kinda now. Kind of like the All black right, so paint I do it. for a football player. Okay, so maybe. I put it on my eyes, and then I look at you. Do I notice anything? Um, I know he's magical. You, it is clearly emphasized that he is not wearing a belt. It is like glowing where the belt <laughs> should be. But other than that, no, nothing. I'm not getting anything except that you're not wearing a belt. I just noticed that you're fuck? really not wearing a belt. Son of a bitch, just a get belt. a fucking belt. <laughs> you have duty gear? I mean, aren't you a police officer? He said duty. <laughs> um, so let's look, let's look at a couple of things here. So first... Um, uh, Cletus, so as the as the third eye addict, um, as part of your high concept, you're going to use it. That makes sense. Um, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to have you roll for it. How? What approach are you using for your third eye? This Always time? focus. Always focus. It's per the rules. So just to just to be fair, I'm going to point out to Mickey that you can't see <laughs> Mickey. It's still that. Got okay. it. Which means oh shit three yeah well now JJ knows he has a three because I said it way to ruin it out loud and everything 
So you have a three to beat. Uh oh, that Uh-oh. doesn't look promising, oh, right? So I, I see a plus see and dice. two minuses. Ooh, that's not good. What do you end up? What is that total for you, JJ? That it gives me a two. Okay, but I just want to make sure that there's no bonus. For yeah. Uh, see if there's anything for failure on third eye. Can he oh, there put it English there on it? There is. Okay. What's that? Can he put some English on it? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a good point. You actually still have a GM point. I do. You can put some um, English uh, In addition to the one refresh fate point that you have. We are technically starting a scene now. So fate points will not refresh until after we're done with this. This is going to be an encounter or a scene, as it were, in Dresden Files Accelerated. So the reason why I said focus is per the rules is um, yeah. you may attempt interpretation by making an overcome roll with focus uh, against your opposition's most appropriate approach, whichever is higher. So plus two or your opposition's yeah. most appropriate approach. And we just, just so you know, we did just do that. And, and as a reference, I was using A2. If you use an approach other than focus, increase opposition by two. Okay. So basically, if I don't use focus, then mm-hmm. it's harder. And um, I read that, or I, I interpret that as the way they describe the third eye, the way Harry uses it in the Dresden verse, where he will close his eyes, take a deep breath, focus for the third eye, open them up, and see the change in the world around And him. blue is yours? Blue is the one I handed so you. So I will, I will use third eye addict. I'll take that. And give myself a plus two. Okay. So that gives me Which, a four. And I had a three. Yeah. So, okay. So you're ahead. Now, a success plus for you on a third eye, is that anything? Uh, not a success plus. Because you exceeded by one. I exceeded by one. Okay. Um, if there's so, nothing else in there, I'll just give you information anyway. So on a success, uh, a success provides elucidation. Which the GM may elect to make an advantage with make an advantage with a free invoke. Uh, seceding with style grants an extra invoke. All right, so so I get granted an advantage on the situation. Let me take that as an aspect that you can share with your group. Okay. Okay. The aspect is the name of the aspect that anyone here can invoke um, as needed is this place is well-guarded from the inside. So you got there when the outside hadn't been guarded yet. But the aspect I'm going to assign to this is well-guarded from the inside. What that means from the third-eye perspective, you actually see what looks like, um, in the third-eye perspective, there are gargoyles around each doorway. Sentinels. Farther in, you see somebody sitting on a throne. Do you know? She does. He can't tell who it is by that. But the yeah. point being that it's somebody in clear authority sitting on the throne. Otherwise, they wouldn't be in that position. Is this something that's visible to the naked eye, or just in the supernatural? Just eye? a third eye. Third eye. Yeah. So the, the rest of us are you not see necessarily. So he see as far as his sight goes, like the actual physical sight is as far as I would take the third eye. So that means he sees through the wall because the wall's nothing. Mm-hmm. He sees gargoyles hanging out at each entrance, and then farther in is somebody sitting at a throne. And perhaps there's a couple of guards next to him holding big spears. 
do you have the capability of letting the rest of us know about this? Yeah, you guys are all. This is as we're pulling yeah. up. I okay. immediately turned on my third eye. Yeah. Uh, plus, uh, Jamie shared the radios with everyone. How long that will last with Cletus remains to be seen. We'll see what the first failure roll turns up. Yeah, but there's that, no reason he can't put it on. It was, yeah. I mean, Jamie just went in and spent a hundred bucks at Walmart to pick these things up. It puts a dent in nothing. Or as I like to call it, ja- uh, Kurt, you're muted. Sorry. Or as I like to call it, one day's interest on my investment accounts. There you go. <laughs> hundred bucks. That's Not a whole it. day. I hope. I mean, yeah. yeah, I'm pretty conservative. One hour's interest on one account. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. So now you have a little bit more of an idea of how you want how or, or what the situation is. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going back, at least in my mind, and, and we're going to take this as the literal. Let me um, grab a sheet out of here and perform another crude drawing as we get started. But I will describe it as we have a rectangular building with a uh, big area for entrance, and what you're going to have in front of you are two entrances. And um, just for your sake, uh, JJ, for Cletus, I'm going to put in where the throne, the guards, and the gargoyles were. Okay. Um, And I'm going to put up here, there's an X here for where Jamie might be. Uh, And then the rest of it you guys can figure out on your own. Figure per scale... Jamie, and we're going to go into this as an encounter again, as a scene. Jamie, on the, um, we'll call it still as usual, north is going to be up. So to the southwest corner is where Jamie will be. He will be outside in zone one. Is this the front door? No, there are two. So I have two squares with X's next to them uh-huh. that, as per Cletus's third eye, are two entrances with gargoyles next to them. And then the, the T is the throne, and there are two guards next to that. I use G for guards. So towards the back is where that person is. And I, from there, so Jamie's in zone one. If somebody wants to make a mark out there, Jamie is in zone one, which is the farthest from the building with, with maintaining a clear shot. I think you said 20 yards. Well, would, would it matter to you? And again, I don't want to complicate things, but the I'm way the building the is building, yeah. backyard, courtyard, I envision being in the woods out here. Does it matter? I don't want to complicate well, Let's just say you're going from the front. Okay. Why not? All right. Well, that's fine. I mean, so we'll no backyard, no issues. Well, there is a backyard, but it won't play in yet. Okay. So we'll pretend I'm in the woods over yeah. here. So there, uh, Here's the technically, road. Technically, I was going with the idea of a tree. You're in a tree, as you said, a tree stand. That's fine. I'm across. You, you make your place in a tree. You're in zone one, which would be the farthest while you still have a good vantage point. Zone two will be immediately outside the building, if someone could mark that there. So Jamie's in zone one, which is out there. Zone two is going to be immediately outside the building. Zone three will be within the building. Okay. And, and the, technically, if we got to the second floor of the building, that would be zone four. I don't know that we will or won't. Um, so that, that's your setup. We know where Jamie is. Describe to me where everyone else is at this point. Let's say you guys already parked in a lot across the street. I guess what's the plan? Uh, are we trying to capture this guy? What are we trying to do? Well, well I mean, just move it a little We closer. just want to have a meeting, but if it goes bad, we want to be ready. Well, see, I was yeah. hoping that... Um, we would be able to see who who exactly is magical. 
and be able to determine who it is we're supposed to talk to when oh, they come in. You know, let me let me. I didn't clarify that as much as I wanted to, and I intended this when you said the third eyepiece. You actually recognized um, at the throne a thrum of magic at a level that you haven't experienced before. Okay. Everything else was normal, benign, practically. So I will throw that warning out that somewhere in the interior of that building is an incredibly magical person. So what we, we should know, just go see what's up then. Right. So what we know, this is our meeting with Bruce. That was what you were trying to set up. Right, which is yeah. Champagne's contact. Yeah. And it's a level that Cletus does not know. It's something, if he's sharing it, it's something he's he, at a level that he had not previously experienced. Right. It, it supersedes any level he had right. experienced previously via third sight or third eye. So the chance of anything I can throw from here having actual effect is low. Cause there's gonna be but it's still better defense. to have support. Correct. Yeah. But like, the idea is we're just setting up support for a meeting. Hopefully there's no shooting, there's no mm-hmm. battle, but... It's just backup in case. I mean, as an easy example, if Cletus is sharing, you could take out any one of the guards with a shot. I mean, that would be easy for you from where you are. With that, that, when you said easy, that would be one of those easy right. shots. So I guess the choice is, do we walk in, kill the gargoyles, deal with the throne, or do we walk in at and they're guards, no violence? The they're only gargoyles by his sight. Right. Or do we just walk in, hands up, hey, we're here to talk. Or Which is really what we are. The third option, why can't... Whomever, you're going to be the um, the decoy, right, Victor? I don't know what the plan is. Father Bar- to find out. Why Father, couldn't yeah. we do Father Bark Talk as the decoy? You walk in just to have a meeting. The adversary doesn't need to know that the three of us are there. You're in the woods. I would go into zone three and just kind of blend in as part of either the staff or maybe I'm, is this like a... A public place. It's just a let me, small. Let me set it. Let me. I could it just go in way. and pretend is like there I'm. An event I'm going, going to go with what Kurt had said earlier. This is a place for rent. Right now, it is for rent for this purpose. You would be the only people in there. So, so I could so just pretend to be a guest. In, but you couldn't walk in randomly per se. I could either pretend to be a guest on, or part of the, the but staff. But if what Cletus said is true, then all that's in there are bad guys. You couldn't pretend to be somebody. Well, you could. But you would have to try to pretend to be part of the staff. The last thing you said. Yeah, I'll and be part of the staff. And what do you have on you that would help you? That would help anyone believe that you weren't a monster hunter? Are you um, going to drop all your guns and everything? Well, yeah, except for the one I keep on my upper thigh in my little garter belt. Um, I could easily blend in with the staff. What do they wear? Like dark slacks. I, I don't. I wouldn't say shirt. easily until we find out what the role is. Dark slacks. <laughs> white shirt i'm trying to blend into the background be as unobtrusive as um, possible i'm gonna go with they wear earth tones here so like uh brown pants khaki shirt kind of thing i could pull that okay. off we, we could definitely give it a try yeah I, I have no problem trying it but the success will determine or, or, or will depend on the role Definitely. I'm going to so go with... I, I like the idea, so let's start there. Flare? So, as part of preparing, getting in, infiltrating the building, Jamie's outside keeping an eye on things. Cletus has looked to see what the situation holds in the magical realm, or the, the truth behind the situation. Father Bartok is considering how to impersonate Jamie's voice, perhaps. And Mora says, I'm going to dress up as one of the well, help. And I- 
I, would just, I want to fade th- into the background. This is on to you, but if yeah. she fails this role, yeah. she won't know. Because we haven't gone shopping. No. Yeah. However, it should become a shootout immediately, or whatever, or whatever. However, the bad guys react to her being. I'm going to see what the role entails, and then I'll describe to you what, right, how this works. Right. If okay. they realize that she's not a good, I guess, then something's got to happen. So, Mickey, you need to In decide case, what approach you want to use. Um, and let's see how it's got to be up. guile, right? Flair. I was going to go with flair. She do flair or guile. Okay. I, I mean, it, realistically, it's how you approach it. Um, what is flair? Literally, that's what we say for approach. Is flair like uh, theatrical? Yeah. Charisma. Flair Charisma. is draw attention to yourself with style and panache. Are you trying to draw, to draw attention to yourself? The opposite of that. I'm so trying that's to. That's probably not the right one, though. So guile. Guile is. Mis- and I'm looking at our, our quick yeah. reference sheet, which is 254 and 255. Um, if you look at that, approaches, which actually come from page 94, but a quick reference sheet has a one line to go along with them. Guile is misdirect, sneak, deceive. And that's what I'm going with. Okay. Oh, so that would be Guile. Sh- or you could go Flare. Or you could go Flare. You could walk in and be like, I'm here, and be, be the yeah. boss, and right. take okay. charge. And this what is where I say uh, how you choose to approach it is the important part. It's kind of like when we talked about Dungeon World. Talk your way into using your best. So rather than being part of the staff, pretend you're a... Can you shut up and let me play? Go for it, then. I want (laughs) to... As part of being the staff, say, can you shut up and let me play? Okay, so (laughs) rewind. Rather than blending into the background, I'm going to walk in as a prospective customer. I want to throw... Shut up! (laughs) I (laughs) want... He just threw an I told you so in. I know he You're did. You're going to speculate. Jerk. Maybe later. Um, hey, she's going to say ball I'm gag way sooner than it needs to, to be said. want to rent the so. place for a party. So I want to get in. You I'm going to totally like, like fucking own the place. I want to see I want to see what we could do here. Can I get a band? Like I'm going to be like super uber. Yeah. Like, Perfect. You want to see all debut the tapes of the house yeah. band? Oh. You're crashing the event that's already coming on. Yeah, you like, fuck them. Yeah, I like it. I'm going to have a party here. Oh, it's double book? Fuck you, motherfuckers. My <laughs> deposit's bigger. That's, that's what I was going to say. Pretend, yeah. pretend your customer is in double book. No, I'm, I'm going to fucking own this place. All right, let's see. Um, Kurt and Chris have already seen the number. Yep. So, so they that's know what, what you're up against. Flair. Yeah, that's Flair. Flair. It sure sounds like Flair. You're drawing attention to yourself. I got, oh, son of a bitch. I got a zero. You got a zero? Oh, I nice, got a but zero. But what's your modifier? That's one. one. But she got negative. And I got a negative one. Okay. Three blanks, one negative. You don't have a lot of Flair. Fuck right. you. So let's start with this. Time to start shooting. As, as you go in, um, <laughs> I heard a bit about how you wanted to approach it. Let's say it as you walk in and you say blank. I say, I want to speak to a manager. Um, As you walk in and say that, two guys who look like they work out in a gym regularly with tight polo shirts, they do wear a belt, and um, cargo pants um, with... uh, out in the uh, 100% out in the open shoulder horse holsters with nine millimeters in them, they they pretty much like they're robots. They put their hand on the butt of the pistols, turn to you, and say, "You need to leave now." I want to speak to a manager. And they both draw their pistols and say, "You need to leave now." 
Do you know who I am? This is your last chance. And they they both level their pistols towards your eyeballs. You feel like one is on your left eyeball and one is on your right. Damn it. Are these the gargoyles that he saw? They're the guards at the door, yes. By the throne. Ball gag? (laughs) (laughs) Seriously, Jamie, at this point, Jamie would drop... The world of Crabstorm opens up. I would drop drop these two right now. If I could. Ball gag. What about the other two and the other two and the guy on the throne? What other two? Are there guys with guards at the doors? I thought there was just guards by the throne. The X's I put at the two doorways are the gargoyles he saw. And then there were guards that looked like they held really, in his third eye, guards that held really Lesser powerful guards, more powerful guards. Mm. All right, so here's my thought. And then the guy on the throne. Um... I want to negotiate and chat with the guy on the throne, but I got yeah. no problem dropping the two guys, pointing a gun at her, yeah. letting her take two, letting Bartok take two. Um, now, here's mm. the other part. Because of the whole communication piece, you guys are connected, right? Yeah. I, Which means you just heard everything so far from the time she opened the door, from the time that door clicked open, her um, microphone clicked on because of the amount of noise, and you heard the entire conversation so far. Right. And you can so she's see in the building. She has walked in the building. Let me throw one more thing at Mickey. Um, uh, Mora can see the whole first level at this point has been reassigned in that what you see is the doorway you went into, you had the two guards there. Well, you can see over to your left or right, depending on which one you went in, there are two people, two men d- dressed and looked exactly the same. They're practically clones of each other. The only difference is like the length of their hair, maybe different hair color. But they're all the same six foot one, three feet wide kind of guys. And um, farther ahead of you, it looks like a space has been partitioned off with the kind of partitions that kind of slide along the ceiling to separate the room into different sized rooms. But right ahead of you in the middle, which is the spot which would indicate where that throne is, it looks like it, is, it has been partitioned off, and you can't see there. That's what you see inside. However, it is a testful, tastefully decorated hardwood-floored area that would be used uh, equally for either a ballroom or a conference center or whatever. It's, it's one of those neutral rooms that could be used for almost anything. But that's what you see as you have pistols leveled at your face, and everyone else hears this communication. I'm going to just. Cletus, I want to say Cletus hears every other syllable, but can probably make it out fine. Yeah, I'm going to say the ruse is up. Yeah. And and I'm just going to start walking toward the building. I'm going to prepare a spell if uh, if I see you know that them tighten their grips. I want to see if I can throw up a um, electromagnetic shield around her. Just at least yeah. slow the bullets. <laughs> now, I'm curious, from the character sheet, powers, stunts perspective, what does that mean? Evocation. I just cast, cast an evocation spell at her. And how do we do evocation for your character? Um, it's, a, it, it's a role. I can add stress to myself as much mm-hmm. as I'd like um, up to a plus two. So I can add basically stress myself out, tire myself out to power up my spells. Okay. Um, so if we, if between we you and that, I, yeah. we decide what the spell does. Okay. But this is quick and dirty magic. Okay. It's not ritual like we've been doing. Okay. And then and I'm just from throw Jamie? Out, yeah, I was going to say, based on our prior conversations, my expectation at this point would be... You're waiting for the ball gag. We drop, we drop the low-level minions, and we go mm-hmm. deal with the boss. 
Like, okay. so I'd be like, I, I see this. You're highly competent. I'm highly competent. I think he can handle his own, although I'm not a hundred percent sure. And I feel like this could, in two seconds, we could drop basically everyone out there oh. and then go walk in and deal with the guy in the throne room. So okay. my inclination at this point is like, look, if you point a gun at my friend's face, like you're going down. Boom. Okay. What does Father Bartok think at this point? Because you guys can have this, a lot like of a this conversation kind of ahead of time. I still consider this planning, even though it's right. kind of happened. I need clarification on what's actually going on because she walked into the building, so she walked past two guards. Well, she walked in her. the door, and when she got to the inside, they were standing there. Oh, so, they're on, so they these, two, these guys are on the inside of the yes, building. Yes, they're not outside. Oh, Otherwise, okay. everyone would have seen them instead of just Cletus seeing them. Right, or maybe we could play it like my entrance was a distraction, allowing you to like sneak in. But I don't know what it's going. I don't know what it looks like inside. You know what I mean? Or unless I, I thought, I thought you could see into the building now on the first floor. You can't. Ooh, this okay. gives an opportunity to do one of those things where. The person who's wearing a radio knows other people can hear them and narrates what they see, Mickey. Okay. <laughs> so you two big goons, you guys work here? I don't, I don't understand. I've been here before. I haven't seen those three guys in there before. And what's with that dais? You and can't, who's that dude you can't see this, that though. Well, there's part, a part, you don't see that partition is blocking it off. What's right. with that partition there? And why are all these tables set up? Who are all these people? I see four characters in this room that I've never seen before. <laughs> there are four NPCs I've never met. But yes, that's exactly what I'm talking about. So she can help set the scene for the people who are not inside. And now how do you want to react to that? Right. So having said that, you all do whatever you want. If you want to negotiate, awesome. But all you get to do is say ball gag and boom, boom, I got two of them done. So <laughs> all you got to do is say ball gag and boom, boom. So before we walk into this building, we could yeah. see that these four people are by the doors. No, two guys I are, could. He could. I told was, you that, that there, were, there are yes. gargoyles there. So and I would have but described to me, that. That means there's something not physically there, only supernaturally. No, there. I would have just okay. I would have interpreted for okay. you. So there gargoyles are, in the magical world are defenders. Yeah, okay. guardians so of a thing, guards place. There, right? yeah. of a place of a static yeah. location. Gotcha. So as like there's there's something guarding the doors, and then there's bigger guards guarding the source of power. Okay. Now, from the pictures, I thought like this is all glass on the bottom first floor, right? So we could it, see. It was the there were some windows, but not all glass. Okay. So they would, I mean, as proper guards, they would be standing an, against a wall, right, not yeah, against yeah, yeah, a window. Yeah. They wouldn't want to be taken out from the outside. That the isn't is, to say that Mora couldn't draw them to a window. But the question is, snap decision. Do you yeah. want to negotiate in, go with the flow, or do you want us to drop them all and you go deal with them? It would be better guys. to drop these four guys at least. Drop these fools. That's so what I feel like. Go and but negotiate if, from a position of power. But you can't see. You can't take these guys out from your vantage point right now. No, but once Mara has described what she sees, it's now it, incumbent upon you guys to look for them, to try and gain a spot maybe where you can look through a window at an angle and see this guy's back or something like that, rather than where you mm -hmm. can't see them from a head-on view. Right. I will tell you, without being a jerk about it, I could drop two of these from here. You can't given see the, them. Given the well, window you might have no, the but, right no, but angle. This is a window here, this is a window here. Yeah, you, you, you may have the right angle for it. They wouldn't be standing in front of the window, but you may have an angle where you could shoot. Right. Plus, Mora is like, she's a monster killer. She can take two of these guys down with her one little hidden pistol. But what if they're not monsters? Well, then, then we're screwed. <laughs> well, no. But, but, um, 
She's got Buffy the Mortal Slayer. Yeah, okay, so Gargoyles, it's just a symbology that means defender. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, 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 they're people, right? Yeah, people. And that's me. That's Joe interpreting when a third eye view gives you the the truth of a situation. The question is, do we want to kill... I just want to know that these are real human beings. The question is, do we want to kill people who are just paid lackeys? Yeah, exactly. And that's a question like... (laughs) Do we want to just drop paid lackeys randomly, or do we want to try to negotiate? I'm totally cool Ooh, either way. Then what I say, uh, just to throw this out there, when we look at the actions on our quick reference um, sheet, what you're talking about is an overcome instead of attack. If you overcome a guard, you knock him out of the picture. If you attack him, you're trying to kill him. So it could be that you shoot for kneecaps. Not necessarily you shoot to take them out, but to take them out of the scene. You make them irrelevant to the rest of the confrontation. So, at this point, I, I'm going to start approaching the building. I'm going to motion to you to, you know, go in. Um, and basically, I'm going to go, you know, I'm approaching the building. I'm, I'm like, honey, honey, it's okay. okay. Honey. We didn't need to have this party. <laughs> honey. Just right. I'm going to be. I'm going to start shouting that as I come closer. So it sounds now, so the, like you're. Um, well, hold Kyle. on a second. Um, wow, this is interesting because that might put us in a new situation. What I've got here, I'm looking at the actions, and what I'm thinking is you're almost defending. Yep. So you're almost defending. They want right now the the opponent wants to neutralize this person who has invaded their lair. Yep. And you're kind of defending her. Yep. So let's take it as a defend action. You you will still pick your approach. And then I will have a, a number that you're rolling up against. Ah! So dead neutral, so I have okay. a three. Okay. Um, they are dumbfounded. They're like, what the hell is going on here? You can see both of them that are right there at the door, the ones that had their pistols trained at her. Um, their jaws just drop, and they practically start to drool with confusion. Okay. Um, so it's like, you know, we'll, we'll deal with the party later. Come on. Let's just, you know, we'll just, we'll just go. So now at this point, technically, as far as the defend action, you also have a boost. Oh, nice. I got a successful means, style. Yeah. Which means you're able to invoke an aspect for free, I believe, was the way that worked. Yes. Um, now, think of what aspects you think a guard might have. The chances are they may have it. You're welcome to come up with something, and I'll tell you if they do. Now, you don't have to do it now, but it is yeah. something. Okay. So, essentially, you have them back on their heels so much that they're like, what the hell's going on here? And not maliciously react so to what you've I done. want I want to um, invoke an aspect of uh, they're not the decision maker okay um, and so they're really unsure what to do in this situation okay. so now they're gonna go and ask the boss okay what are you gonna tell them I was like we're the one to set up the arrangement okay we need to talk to you whoever's here to talk to us okay um, what the what are the father and Jamie doing at this point? I mean, Jamie's probably just watching, waiting for ball gag. Okay, I'm sure my voice comes through. 
<laughs> enough that you can understand because we haven't had a failure that would indicate a poor communication. Because again, I set up the aspect of you're connected. Yeah, I'm totally just overwatched. Okay. So the per- the partition is only blocking off this area here. Yeah, yeah I think of it as that's so, a cube, and you haven't entered the cube yet. Yeah. So yeah. Cletus and Mora could see all four guards. Yeah, from, from inside okay. the building you can see them. And I'm treating it as one big open hardwood floored area that's kind of, you know, again, neutral, nice. Um, but the, that back third, the middle third of the um, area is partitioned off like a private room. Okay. I'm, I'm just waiting to hear like, what's going to happen before I okay. move in. I want to be on the edge of the door to come in. All right, so you're out, right I'm, outside. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Now you want to be right outside the door they went in? No, the other door. The other door. Okay. Um, so one of the guys uh, puts his uh, pistol back away. His, he puts his 9mm back in the holster. Wuss. And he sa- <laughs> <laughs> Outside voice or inside voice? Inside okay. <laughs> <Both>. <laughs> and and he says he says, Stay here, I'll be right back. Thanks. And he goes walking towards that partition, vanishes around the far side, and tells you we'll end our episode here. Oh man. <laughs> What is it? What we'll end episode? our episode here. We're going to wrap <laughs> this one up and we'll see what happens next on our next episode. Bye, everyone. And we can oh all God. say, like Mickey said, Ciao. Bye. Ciao. Please Bye, post, email, let us know what you want to hear. I like that. Bye, guys. Bye bye. The preceding podcast was brought to you by One Joe Young. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com. <laughs>